I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, my name is Scarlett Russell and I'm the entertainment editor at Style. And this is Secrets of the Side Hustle. In this series, I'll be having conversations with a range of young female founders, asking them how they've been able to turn their side hustles into successful businesses. From launching a fitness empire to volunteering a refugee centre, what does it really take to turn your passion into your career? Also, this podcast is sponsored by the lovely people at Benefit Cosmetics UK. You'll hear a little bit more about them later. On this episode, I'm delighted to say I'll be speaking with Kim Noor. So, Kim. Hi. Hello. Hey. So, Kim, you are 32 years old, born and raised in London. You're a co-founder of the food and fitness blog Food and Lycra, a master trainer at One Rebel and a trainer at Nike. You speak at events all around the country. It's fair to say you have done incredibly well out of your side hustle. Yeah, not bad. (laughs) Why? Can you just start off by kind of telling me the story of your side hustle in your own words? Like how it started, how it grew from a hobby to this incredible business you have now? So, well, at the time it didn't, I didn't know it was a side hustle. It was just doing it for fun. So let me give you more information about Food and Lycra. It started as an Instagram account and a website where we just post things like post about what we're doing really um with the aim of getting more people involved um and that kind of turned into a passion project um and then it turned into side hustle like the that word came along the term side hustle was just like yes that's us (laughs) that's what we're doing um so yeah it just happened really naturally to be honest what about your family? What did they say when you wanted to oh do all this? Oh my gosh, my mum was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, she's been, she's been my number one supporter from like day one. And just, she's, she immigrated to the UK like 35 years ago, I want to say. maybe from Maybe um, from Vietnam. Wow, okay. Yeah, so she, like her generation's completely different. It's like, you... The hustle's different. You need to earn money. Um, It's not about the creative industries. It's kind of like the STEM subjects. Nothing against them. They set me off on a a good grounding. But, like, it was very mathsy, like, business. Like, a very set way of doing things in case a a low-risk career path, I'd say. Yeah. So, me doing this, she was just like, 
this has many risks. <laughs> what are you doing? And then she was just, she just had to go. I was just like, mum, I've got this, quali- I've got a chartered accountancy qualification. I'm also a, a qualified math teacher. Wow. <laughs> Which we'll come on to later. <laughs> um, I, it's fine. If this doesn't work out, I can go back to it. It's not going anywhere. I'm not putting it in the bin. And so she was just like, listen, it's your life. She was a bit like, disgruntled by it um and it's also it's nice for her to tell her sisters all my aunties and uncles oh yes Kimmy's a a chartered accountant she's doing well (laughs) high flying in the city and I'm just so she was a bit nervous about it all Mm. um but now she's super happy well you can understand it can't you because as a parent you've obviously want your kids to do something they're passionate about but no one wants to see their child in something that isn't stable Mm -hmm. so I think that's more understandable and she seems really supportive yeah yeah yeah. so wait let's go back you were a maths teacher you qualified as a maths teacher and then you were you did this chartered accountancy course became an auditor which I don't can you explain what an auditor is I don't know yeah 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 so an auditor is basically (laughs) so it's every finance department's like demon it's like someone who comes to see you um and asks for all the numbers the books basically and checks that the company's accounting books are correct so that's why i needed a chartered accountancy and you wanted to leave i mean (laughs) (laughs) but that's but did you enjoy that at all when you got into or did you just do it because so you were doing something and like something stable that yeah I, i mean i didn't know what i wanted to do okay um I did it. I was good at it. Um, but, man, I, I, I enjoyed the people aspect. I knew that. So I had to kind of look at the situation at the time and just be like, okay, what do I actually really enjoy about this? And I loved teaching within that. So there was coaching opportunities um, to bring up the new round of like graduates who came through to teach them how to do the job, basically. And I, I enjoyed that. Um, this is going off topic, but I had to like sit down when I was at a really low point and I was just like I really don't like this and I need to do something about it Mm. I don't want to continue because you can make a choice right Mm. you can either continue and take joy out of like the weekends and work for the weekends um there's nothing wrong with that you you can have your hustle nine to five um five days a week and enjoy that um and I just had to make a decision I was just like I don't actually want to do that because life is long we're we're on this earth for longer than before I wanted to make the most out of my day-to-day life so I was just like okay right let me write down everything that I don't like about my current situation now and what I want from life um so I wrote down like even the nitty-gritty I was like oh I don't like wearing a suit all the time Mm. I don't like having to wear heels all the time (laughs) you know even small things like that great yeah um and I wrote down what I wanted to do, what I wasn't getting enough of. So I've, I've still got a notepad. I was looking at it last night, actually. Um, I, I was I wanted to help people. I really enjoyed teaching. So I was just, I, I remember it being a tough time. I was a maths teacher in Holloway. Um, and it was kids who didn't want to learn maths. <laughs> <laughs> so you can already imagine mm. there was like so many things there that were challenging, but I loved it. Mm. Um, um, and I had to write write all of this down. And I was just like, I took a step back and I closed the book. And I was just like, I had this clear kind of picture in mind of what I wanted. And honest to God, everything kind of fell into place after that. 
like I, I said yes to the right opportunities that came my way, which only because of food and lycra I had. Um, uh, and that's how I became a fitness instructor, actually. We were approached through food and lycra to audition to become trainers. Um, and I just went for it. I had no idea I wanted to be a coach, by the way. No idea that I'd be a personal trainer. I just went for an audition to become a fitness trainer. Wow. I've gone off on a tangent. No, no, that's saying? great. <laughs> What's, what, who, what, where were you auditioning? I didn't know that's how it, it worked. It was at One Rebel, yeah. So they, they contacted you via the blog yeah. and said, do you guys want to come? And there's three of you. Yes. So it's you, Laura. And Rachel. And Rachel. Yeah. yeah. And they said, do you want to come and audition to be fit? And all three of you went or just no, you? No, Rachel and Laura were just like, no way. <laughs> oh, that's not that's not for me. And it that's complete, completely like fine that's it's not them um but whenever we went on holidays anyway i'd be the one to make like a little workout for us to do and tell everyone what to do so i was just kind of like oh it was natural to you yeah had you always been into fitness and wellness did you always worked out and had an interest there i mean in school i loved pe um but unfortunately in the school that i was at there was no like after school clubs like sports clubs and i wasn't like, I went to gymnastics for a bit, but that didn't last very long. Like, the focus was hugely on academic studies for my mum. <laughs> um, and so that was my focus. And I guess there was, and there still isn't an emphasis on how important PE is and sport is, especially for young people. Um, so I guess I never really focused on it. Because you never thought it could be a career because that no, was never presented no, to you as an no. option. And I remember having, well, during PE, we had this qualification, not this qualification, but this kind of like, instead of, we didn't do GCSE PE at my school, um, but we had this kind of like leadership certificate that you could get and you had to teach everyone else in class. I remember being really good at it and really enjoying it, um, but not thinking, oh, just like, I'm not going to get a career in fitness. I need to... I need to do like a career in business or the city somewhere, you know, it was never like something that I thought I could do. Um, and then I moved on to college and then uni college. I didn't really do much fitness at all. Um, uni, like the odd time in the gym, mm. but it was never like really, it was more kind of, Oh, I need to lose weight, you know? And that never lasts long. Like you, you say you need to lose weight. Then you go to the gym a couple of times and then that's it. But then it got to a point where I started doing it with my friends and then it was more of a hobby and it was nothing around like bikini body. It was more like recreation, like we would just go and have fun and go and eat and that was fun okay. because I preferred that to going out drinking every week. So let's talk about food and lycra as, as a business model. Mm. Um, so I'm really interested in that and how that grew. Can you talk a little bit about how that grew from being, as you say, it was just on Instagram, um, which you said, and how did it get this huge audience how did it get to the point where you've got hundreds of thousands of followers and people are approaching you how did that all happen so we i guess the first in the first instance we were the first group of friends talking about working out together so before that there was like lots of solo people and we were just um relatable in that sense like people would look to us and be like oh, I can actually do this with my friends and it's fine. And secondly, we were also of different shapes and sizes, of different ethnicities and all female. So there was another audience there, which we didn't realise at the time, mm. but you need to see someone who looks like you to realise, oh, actually there's a space for me here. 
like I can do this too um which is really powerful actually and we we didn't realize we had that before and now we now that we do we've kind of changed our whole model so before we fell into an influencer um role which didn't exist back then mm. um it's like what two what, few years ago, yeah it was six years ago six like years so ago. In, the influencer didn't exist right. um and then we were called that and we were just like okay it it got to a point where we can't do like peace signs anymore just finished a workout hey <laughs> post-workout because that's not f- making a lot that's not helping people number one number two it's not it's making a lot of people feel shit like they're sitting on Instagram, sitting at home on Instagram on the couch, looking at people who've just worked out, like, well, how are we helping? Um, so like last year, we kind of had a redesign of what we're about. Um, and we realised actually, we've got a bit of a responsibility in the fitness industry to kind of clear up some of the messaging out there, which is quite damaging to young girls who think, fitness is all about aesthetics you need to have a small waist a big bum and um there's and there's nothing wrong in in wanting to look good right but then when it gets to a point where it's obsessive and you've got people like big influencers promoting detox teas Mm. and tea flat tummy teas you know like it's it's a very dangerous um like that really dangerous messaging out there and we're just like okay we need to we need to talk more we need to be out there and show that you know we can there's another there's another route um it's not all about that and there's a space for you so we've kind of taken on a big sister role where we put on events and like we bring our community together a bit more now um and where possible make it affordable um make it educational so we do workshops as well especially on upper body strength as well so I'm really passionate about like calisthenics because it's number one it's free it's outdoors and you can do it with friends but I don't know if you know what calisthenics is I was literally just going to ask I have heard of it but um for our listeners (laughs) calisthenics is basically a body weight training so if you you'll see in parks where there's bars and there's a whole load of guys doing pull-ups chin-ups and all sorts of stuff on on these bars but it's it's hugely dominated by men like most right. gyms as well. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're just like, okay, there's a space for women. Here's a space. What tool, we were just like, what tools do you need? Okay, let's create workshops to do that. Um, workshops and online video tutorials that people can that, do from home. Exactly, uh-huh. as well as face-to-face where we put on events for people to come along to. Um, so yeah, we've that's what we've been doing over the past few years. Because if you look at the website, yeah, there are there's a kind of section of all the events and workshops you've got going on that people can go to around London. Yeah. You've got videos which um, are kind of YouTube video. You're, yeah, you've got yeah, a channel yeah, on yeah. YouTube now as well, which are anything from uh, workouts to just kind of what you guys are up to. And just eating. kind of friendly. And <laughs> you can watch and us eating. eating. <laughs> <laughs> are there recipes on there as well? Uh, yeah, What's there the are f- recipes as that's well. That's the food element, yeah, which Rachel element. does and you and Laura do the fitness. Is that well, it? Well, Laura's actually a pastry chef. Oh, right. so she's more of the recipe um stuff um and rachel is a mixture of the two actually yeah but when we do recipes it's more like fun and not so like with a healthy element but not like oh this is the macros you need to fit in this is low calorie bloody like that's Mm. not how we live so Mm. we can't promote that lifestyle we we're very much um more about having fun and showing the side of fitness where 
you don't actually have to be on a diet because diets really don't last very long you know it's so true because actually a big thing about the fitness industry is as you say it is quite overwhelming and people I think get slightly overwhelmed and intimidated by this way you have to work out and as you say the way you have to look and what you need to eat and actually it's really not about that it's finding something that you like and therefore will do that's good for you whether that's swimming running yoga whatever exactly enjoying it not doing it to look a certain way but almost to feel a certain way yeah and eating food not by restriction but just eating good food yeah exactly good and I can't tell you how many times people be like, oh, I need to, who come up to me and just, I need to exercise, but yeah, you know, I need to get my food right as well. And then that will overwhelm them to a point they don't start. So we're just like, listen, start, have fun. All of the rest will come, but you need to start somewhere. Let's make it really easy where your aim, your number one aim is to have fun. And then the rest will follow. Whether it's next year or in a couple years, it's fine whenever it starts. Just learn how to make it fun and um, easy because it's not hard. It's not hard at all. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Amazing, amazing. So what's next for the business? What's the future? Um, the future. What is the future? Hmm, that's a good question. Do you set it out like a five-year goal? Like this is where I want to be in five years. This is what I want for my business. Kind of. Um, we've sat down. So at the moment, Laura is in Holland. She's just had a baby. Um, so she's not as involved as much on the ground. So it's at the moment, it's a lot. It's more me and Rachel. Um, where we see us doing more events in the future and we are actually thinking of more ways on how we can bring people together and help more people really um so we've made huge moves in the past year not realizing that we could so it's kind of been a bit of a driving force for us moving forward um I I wish I could say that we have been that organized in terms of (laughs) yes this is the future goal but no like time has been I guess a challenge um 
and it's not all it's not all flowers and like roses we are like we have a full day of work so Rachel still works full time and does food and like on the side and we'll meet like on a Wednesday after she finishes work and we'll work till like 11 or 12 sometimes one um just getting food and like work done to to kind of help us propel forward Mm. so we're still kind of trying we're still in that transition stage of finding where we want to be um hopefully we'll work that out just keep on growing yeah just keeping on growing really and it kind of informs where we want to be how much time does all this take do you wake up and right first thing i have to instagram and you constantly thinking about brand kim and work or do you yeah how much time do you invest in in 24 7 really okay yeah 24 mm. 7 um, because you love it or because it's what re- it is required um because i love it if that was w- what was required i'd probably quit by now because the amount mm. of work that goes into it is i've i've never worked so hard <laughs> ever before but it's it's easy um it it's fun um i can't i can't say that i don't love it um but that's what makes it easy if you like i worked bloody hard in the city um and that was doing something i wasn't passionate about and didn't love and then I, when I was there, I just thought, oh, imagine if I was passionate about this, where could I take it? Mm. And ever since I made that change, I was just like, oh my God, this is great. And like the more you put in, you get a hundred times out. Food and Lycra and Brand Kim. I don't want to say <laughs> Brand Kim, that sounds weird. But you know, like me um, as a trainer. Can you talk me through your typical day? Day in the life of Kim, everything from what time you get up to lights out at bed. Okay. There is no typical day, to be honest. Um, Every day is different. But I can tell you about my day today. Yeah, do that. Yeah, so I woke up at five in the morning. Is that that average or...? Uh, It can be, depending depending like well every wow. wednesday i definitely do it because i've got a 6:15 class Whew. um i actually flew back from japan last night wow what were you doing in japan i was on a holiday oh, okay nice. yeah it was a holiday um but i didn't question like i could have got my classes covered this morning but i was i love it so i was just like no i'm gonna turn up for it um taught two classes came over here to do this with you um i've got another class after this um then I've got a meeting for Food and Lycra um, about um, doing events with another company um, and what we can do going forward with them. Then after that, I've got the Galvin Run Club that I'm hosting. And then after that, I'm finished. What time will that be? I'll be finished by about 7.30, 8pm. Wow. What time do you usually go to bed? Depends. I At the moment, I'm trying to go to bed earlier. I'm finding it hard. Um, it's definitely one of my goals at the moment in terms of well-being. I need more sleep. Um, but I try. I aim for 10. Maybe it looks like 11, 12 at the moment. Okay. Depending. I mean, that's good. That sounds very healthy. Right. So I um, want to move on to the next segment, what she said. So I've got two general career questions. This is kind of like our agony aunt section yeah, for okay. career. Um, so I'm going to give you a couple of emotion of. Uh, workplace dilemmas and I would love your thoughts on them number one how do you de-emotionalize when the shit hits the fan um you kind of well I'm trying to think of a situation where things would get really bad I guess you can get bad feedback like Mm -hmm. 
people can tear into you as well through feedback as well um it depends you kind of have to take a step back and see it from an outside point of view and take all the good you can from it and see it as a learning opportunity every bad thing that happens to you there's a way to learn and if you step back and imagine that feedback being given to someone else what would you say to that person to make them number one feel better number two understand where you can move forward from that um so yeah that would be my advice i love that. that that's so great um right so quick fire question yeah okay don't, you look scared don't be no. scared <laughs> Um, I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to ask some questions and about your career, about your life. Just um, answer first thing that comes to your head. Okay, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Um, turn off my alarm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, turn off my alarm. Hopefully, it's my Lumi lamp that wakes me up with a light. Have you heard those? No. It's a light that slowly, gradually wakes you up. Wow. And so no sound alarm. No. Kind so of like, wow. it slowly gets lighter for half an hour. And then if you haven't woken up by that time, a buzzer goes off. Cool. If you haven't woken up by the time the buzzer goes off, it's highly likely that you are tired. Mm. So it's also a good way of assessing. But yeah, mm. turning my alarm off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, coffee too. Oh, coffee. Great. Mm. Okay. Yes essential mm. um what lunch hour or work straight through lunch i'm really bad at this i work straight through because i forget to schedule in lunch that's or I, my schedule is different every day i don't have a set hour for lunch and i'm i might end up putting clients in back to back and i'm just like oh yeah i forgot about lunch so that's that's um an accidental work through okay team worker or solo operator um at the moment i because i'm a freelancer um i'm a solo operator um but i need to do more of the team working because with these big goals you need a team behind you laptops in bed yes or no no never when are you most productive either morning before 12 or after 10 p.m interesting one okay yeah. no distractions that's what it uh -huh. is makes sense what three apps do you use most on your phone instagram whatsapp google maps good ones who would you most like to train rihanna oh because i think one. she'll be jokes and she'll <laughs> just make me laugh and i think to be honest i'll get more from her than she than i can give to her <laughs> great answer well, Kim, thank you for being so open and frank about your incredible career. Um, there's loads of great advice there. And the best, what is the best way listeners can find out more about you and your work? Probably on my Instagram. That's where I post the most updates. Or Food and Lycra. We've got a newsletter, well, a mailing list that you can sign up to on our website and in Instagram as well. So at oh, Kim. Okay, so my Instagram, sorry, I should have said this. Um, my Instagram is at k-i-m-m-a-y-c-o so kimeko um and food and lycra is food and lycra fabulous thank you so much kim um and any plans for the rest of the day um i've got a class to teach a meeting to go to and the run club to host good for you <laughs> well thank you so much have a great day and speak to you soon thank you bye well there you have it 
Thank you very much for listening. Remember to share the podcast with friends and subscribe on iTunes, Acast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. I've been Scarlett Russell, and this has been Secrets of the Side Hustle, brought to you by Benefit Cosmetics UK. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.